The current spoiler warning level is Azure. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Azure. We're talking about a machine from Turn A Gundam. And that's it. Please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to another episode of Mechanista NG, where all other model companies continue to leave money on the table. I'm Six Detmar. And I'm Dylan. What is your specific complaint? Just be as good at it as Bandai. Oh, well, yeah. I just, I just, you know, like, it's, it's a thing M has said, right? Like, hey, just let me make, you know, snap together models of cars and fucking, that's it. We're done here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'd be sick. But they've just decided the engineering work is too hard, so they just won't do it. And so they're not getting my money. <laughs> I, uh... I'm trying to think. Uh, for me... Would there be any car or anything that I would want? Like some of the 80s models of Lamborghini, I think, are cool. That would be a cool model to have, like... I don't know hmm. a specific year. I'm hmm. not a car person. What? Yeah, I can tell. Lamborghini. Huh. What? You don't like you don't like like the '80s Lamborghinis? They're fine. Like I think they're cool. Hmm. I like. They, I. They're like. They're sleek, and I like their. Uh, I like the. I like the intakes that they seem to have, even though they're a car. I have always been a person who prefers, like, even in a fictional context, cars for people, rather than cars for garages. I mean, I guess that's fair. Um, the problem is I'm evaluating this from just an aesthetic slash mecha standpoint, because <laughs> this is how I am. Okay, well, let and me... look at that me... thing. Look at that thing. That's, that's, that's a mecha, but a car, basically. Sure. But I mean, like that's like a, a like a, a Gundam, but a car. What about like let's let's get you? Uh, I don't know fucking vehicles. Let's get you a real car. All right, show me, show me. Let's see. This is a 1988 Honda Civic. That's a car. I mean, yeah, it certainly is a car. You don't get the charm point from the front. Let me get you. Here's here's the back. The back looks good. Look at that cute guy. It's all right. You know what? Not not too bad. I do like that it's kind of got a weird shape for a car in that it words. Uh, the back of it is taller than I expect. It's like an SUV but mm -hmm. a car. I don't know how to say it. Yeah, you know what I mean? The, like. Sure, but it's hard to get a picture of scale. This is quite small. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It doesn't it doesn't taper the way that you expect a car to on the back. Like it's all just one mm -hmm. big piece. Mm -hmm. Usually, you have like cars kind of have three sections. Usually, you have like the front section where the engine is, the middle section which is where people go, and then the back section which is a trunk, which is usually the front and the back are kind of you know pinched more, and then the first people go in the spot that is taller. I am. Words are hard for cars. I don't know car, but yeah, this is kind of a cute car. Yeah, that's fair. 
or I would get I would I would do uh uh WRXSTI. That's a friend. That's okay. I don't like that color scheme. Like the, the gold the the, the, the gold rims there has, are gaudy. But. They're not just gold rims though. They are actually cheese gold. Like you know the gumpla cheese gold? <laughs> That's Although actually it's the color. so easy to make a model of them. There you go. Uh I I this is a real car and it has cheese gold rims. What the fuck? Is this a is this Subaru? Yeah, it's a Subaru. Okay, I'm like I think I recognize all the little stars. Um mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, Fair enough. I look uh, robots. Robots. Sometimes they're in disguise. Did you know that? Yes, actually, that's the other reason I like Lamborghini at the moment is I have a dude named Lambor, aka Sideswipe. <laughs> Lambor. That's his. That's his Japanese name, and I think Lambor. Okay, a name. if it's his Japanese name, then that's that's totally cool. I get yeah, it. No. If it was his English name, that would be fucking hilarious. Yeah. Hold on. Let me show you this little guy. Uh... I'm just sending pictures. I uh, got this new toy. But the thing is, he I don't have the Earth version of him, so he's like a weird like Lamborghini from the future. Because he's that. He's this guy. He's okay. Uh, I, I like... I, he has a fun transformation is the is the main thing. But... And that's... I, I mentioned to you uh, off, uh, off uh, the, uh, you know, recording uh, a couple weeks ago... The, the I've, I've, I used to hate Transformers, but what I've learned is they are fun because I have multiple transforming mobile suits. Quite a few, actually. None of them are fun to transform. I've never had fun transforming a model, I will admit. Uh, these? I just go over and they're like, it's like a really fancy fidget toy. Mm-hmm. Because of how easy they are to transform, and I I now understand the appeal of a transformer versus like, say a Zeta Gundam, which has a nightmarish transformation no matter what you do. Or yeah. you know, even like even suits that you would think wouldn't be too bad, like the um, the Masala has a transformation, but it's not like the worst it's not a parts former even on the uh gunpla uh other than i if i remember right i think you removed the hands um but it's just not very fun and also models are a lot scarier to transform because transformers are, are made for five-year-olds to be able to like throw and not explode whereas a model kit is a model kit <laughs> yeah it'll just it'll just fucking die yeah, you, you transform something slightly incorrectly, put too much force on a piece, and it will snap. Which doesn't happen as often with these. Anyway, okay. Long, six minutes of early conversation. That's how you know it's going to be a good episode. Um, Six, what dice are we rolling today? Well, do you have a feeling, or should we just do the normal thing? I'm just doing the normal thing. I don't got no feelings. Alright, uh, I know this about you. Uh, rolling a d6. What? Hold on. Wow. Uh, correct century. Short list. All right. Yeah, I was going to say we one of those ones that we've just cleared out almost all the way. Uh, you know what? Turns out this is, you know what? This is very apt. What is it? Uh, this is going to, this episode is going to be coming out on the 21st. 
So of course we have to cover the G eight thirty eight. Wait, what? This is the Mahiru, which will be launching alongside Gundam Evolution the same day this oh. podcast comes out. That's a weird model number. Well, you know. That's <laughs> well, I'm just thinking like G eight thirty eight, that's just a weird one. Sure, but also it's piloted by Swetson Stero, so there's a lot weird going on here. Yeah, that's fair. This thing, the the Mahiro's fucking rule, though. Yeah, um, we are definitely doing two episodes today, <laughs> unless yeah. unless Dylan says we can't. I, I guess but. I guess that's the yeah. I guess that's the uh, I guess that's why we did such a long intro. Is clearly we we somehow psychically knew we would get a very short episode because this mobile suit doesn't have anything it's related to. But you know, the Mahiro's cool. Um, alright. So, uh, the G838 My Hero is a mobile suit used by, uh, the Gingham fleet in Turn A Gundam. Um, so, it is a, like, uh, it's basically, it's an all-rounder mobile suit. It's got some weird weapons. Well, we'll talk about it. Um... So, looking at the design, uh, the head is weird. The head is basically what appears to be almost a radome with a mask, is how I would describe it. Like, it's got, like, this, you know, big yellow radome kind of looking piece. And then it has, like, a gas mask almost on the affixed to it, complete with, like, tubes. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, I, I like the design of this head a lot. The torso is sort of like a, almost like a T-shape going on with it. Uh, does a lot of, you know, like the turn A, like very rounded, very curvy uh, kind of parts. But, but well, I don't want to use curvy because curvy might imply, this is skinny still, but you know what I mean. Like the parts are very rounded. Um, like you have like, the primary front plate that's like the T-shape, which the only real detail on that, <clears throat> besides having uh, each of the quote-unquote prongs be like this kind of dark... Would you just describe that as brown? It's kind of a brown, right? It's like, I mean, it's... Yeah, I guess I would say brown. Yeah, and then... The thing is, it it's like the um the art we get like up above what we've see it we see it in different colors depending on the art it's one of those ones that is inconsistently colored yeah that's fair um but that part i guess tends to stay pretty much brown sometimes it approaches maroon but yeah and then uh the middle of the body like the the middle of the t there is a sometimes a tan sometimes a gray it, it, again, the like you said, the color is a little inconsistent with this. Mm-hmm. Basically, it, it, it is tan, and then it can be variously desaturated uh, into gray, uh, grayer versions of tan until it's just gray. Um, there's a uh, there's a scratch build uh, gunpla that they have from a magazine in the uh, gallery where. Between the like the the chest plate and the rest of the colors, it basically has the colors of a faded American Super Nintendo. <laughs> kind of does. It also, it also has a cool thing where it makes the top of the the radome head 
transparent. You could just see a million sensors. It looks very cool. Yeah, which we actually do see in the show uh, at a couple of points because very frequently the heads of these things get damaged in the show. And uh, there's a couple of times we see underneath where, yeah, it's just like these like weird little like weird sensors just like a head full Mm -hmm. of eyes basically that are staring up (laughs) but this is not like this is not a thing where it's like oh the top is transparent from the like and it's just the way you know the angles we get on it it is distinctly not transparent it is sort of closer to that like i almost would call it like the um you know like apollo landercraft gold that gold yeah kind of look Mm -hmm. and you can even see that it's definitely got like a paint on it or something because like there's the this one where the um where the head is damaged and you can even see like the paint chipped but the way it's pulling away like it's the, almost like so, a foil yeah it's right like weird. especially like the cracks down the part that hasn't been cut it's like the heat goes through it and it shrinks you know the way foil will do yeah it's a really weird effect it's, it's cool though mhm um the uh uh, also, in the middle of the body, there are two little, like, these... It's not quite cyan, because it's more on the green side than the blue side. Then again, that also changes from game to game, because if you look at, like, the diorama front one, that's clearly a blue, like a cyan. Mm-hmm. But in the, uh, like, the show sete there, it's kind of more, it more of a... like seafoam green. Yeah, like a seafoam. Um, if you look at the uh, chest, it's got, like, these two little dots. Uh, don't know what those are. Maybe sensors also? Who knows? Um sure. And then, uh, under that T-plate of armor, uh, like, sort of on the quote-unquote armpit, you have, uh, vents. Uh, it's, like, this very round armor, uh, that has two little, like, holes in it. Um, no backpack on this, just the back of the torso is basically just another... It is a plate in the middle with two little plates on the back of it. That look like they maybe have thrusters on the bottom, just given the shape, like they have little, you know, they have like little cuts in the armor in that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, very weird shape, though. It's basically like, what if you just took a Gundam's backpack, but flattened it completely? <laughs> um, yeah, it kind of reminds me of the shape of some of the, like, astray backpacks, almost. Yeah. It's a very strange suit. It- uh, mm-hmm. I will I will say this. Mahiro Maeda uh, definitely nailed doing a very median suit. Uh, like a Sid median suit for uh, Wait, Turne. Uh, his name is Mahiro? Yes, it's named after him. Because his name is you Mahiro Ma- Maeda. You know what? I'll accept it. This is a baller design. You get this one. But you're on thin ice, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Uh... So, uh, the way the arms connect in, you have a very large ball joint. Um, the shoulders are asymmetrical, so the left arm, the simpler one, uh, it has a big, round, like, shoulder pauldron, though it's not the way you expect it to be on a Gundam. This is just facing, like, outward, and it's just, like, one big plate. Again, it feels very median, though, like, the shape of it. Mm -hmm. Um... But yeah, it's like a, it's just like a big side of the shoulder plate instead of like being a whole pauldron that goes around or anything. Um, the upper bicep itself, nothing too special going on, uh, though I do believe, let me look at the line art version so it's easier to see the detail because it's a little hard to see on the brown. Um, okay, yeah, no, uh, the, the, the upper bicep is pointy though, it has a weird shape, like... 
the uh, the um what would what would you call that um not concave convex it's a very convex arm oh sure yeah like for the upper arm there uh mm-hmm. and then for the lower arm you've got uh a, a weird lower arm mainly because it has like a sort of physical like blade on the arm uh like it's got like this kind of like you know weird this is a weird i don't know how to describe this thing you know what i'm talking about right like this i do it's it's, i mean it's just like a weird wrist mounted blade that pops up in front of the fist on either side (laughs) and with the green blade it almost looks like it should be like a gn blade from double o in a way but even then the way like they would draw it differently they would expose more of the blade if it was a gn blade not it is obviously not a gn blade i'm just pointing out the difference in art yeah. style um it's very weird um especially yeah. considering this actually has a couple of handheld weapons so sometimes this just has to fold out of the way but mm-hmm. it's it's just like a weird punch blade for it to have by default uh the thing that makes the right arm different is the right arm instead of having shoulder armor just has like a little circular mount which has a, a giant shield on it that is actually shaped kind of like a shield uh it's like a big also, teardrop shaped shield it's also kind of like a surfboard <laughs> it's also a uh beam cannon um it's pretty cool uh we'll talk more about that when we get to the weapons um for the legs uh big round ball joint for the like the you know part of the leg connecting into the waist big round parts uh the thighs are same thing as of being like a very sumo like or very like you know it looks like a sid Mead design it's this very pointy rounded armor not a lot of a lot of line work but not a lot of like outward like visible detail that's like functional it's just got mm-hmm. a lot of you know the the lines though it's a very nice shape to look at um the knee joints are really weird because they're just big balls also. Um, and then the legs are kind of strange because they're almost, they're, they're not quite, you know, obviously not to jittergrade because it's not standing on its toes in that kind of way. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I don't know. Because if you look at the, um, if you look at the art of the Mahiro, um, like the line art, and you look at the rear... It, it 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 is almost offset. It also has a strut though on the front of the foot that also acts as a leg. So it's not. It, it has the effect of being digitigrade though. It feels like it. It is not just the toes. It also has the ball of the foot resting, but the middle of it is not. Yeah, it's a very weird foot. Um, uh, very high heel going on because of this. Uh, with a large front toe piece and then two like little rear heels. Um. And yeah, so that's it for the design. Hold on one second. I think I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> All right, there we go. Bless you. Uh-huh. Thank you. I hate that. That was one of those ones that just felt like it was like there forever. <laughs> um, mm. But uh, yeah, okay. So looking at the uh, armaments. So it mentions the arm blades here. It has the toroidal shield. Um... I do like that the shield actually, uh, the way it charges the beams always looks really cool. Uh, and they actually have a picture of it here. Uh, but just the energy crackling along the surface of the shield. Yeah. And then just yeah. kind of 
blowing out of the tip of the shield. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it mentions here uh, Rendo light missiles, and I, I, I'm curious what those are because they're not in the line art. The thing I see in a line art that is mentioned here is this. It mentions the small handgun, which I think might be this machine gun. Yeah, you can also see they recreated it for the scratch build. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, the on the in the right hand. Um, which is interesting because that right hand actually does not have the arm blade. But if you look at like the art, normally it does have the arm blade. Like it's not even just retracted; it's just not there on the. Um... Oh no, I guess it is because if you look on the lower right, it is with the arm blade. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I see, I see it. It was blending into the body. My, I just didn't interpret that. So yeah, I guess it just pops the blades up when holding this thing, huh? Uh, this is a weird handgun, by the way. <laughs> um, it is a strange one. Yeah, it's like a very. It, it, I mean, it, it looks like a turn A weapon, right? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. it, it, I, I like this weird clip it has on top of it, also. <laughs> uh. Just a very, like, flat, like, half circle with a handle, uh, shoots, shoots bullets. Um, I'm watching your new least favorite reference material. Oh? Uh, which is the, uh, demonstration video for Gundam Evolution to try and get a look at these missiles. Because it does have some sort of missile weapon. Let me see how this fires. Uh, no, never mind. That's not helpful. Yep. <laughs> Um, so it doesn't mention this on the wiki, but it does have a beam saber, which is weird to me that the wiki doesn't mention this, even though it's literally here in the line art. Huh. Yep. Has its own beam saber, uh, which it's just like this weird flat beam saber. Um, I don't know if it uses it in the anime is the thing. I think it might not. Uh, and that yeah, I, might I explain why it doesn't come up. I don't recall it, but... But it is on the often line art page recall, for so. it, so I thought yeah. I should mention it. Uh, the other thing the line art page mentions is using the feet as uh, claw weapons, because as you can see, the way that they can point, they can actually point the toe like all the way down, and then the heels can also pull down to make like a very thin, or like, you know, a bladed point. <laughs> Oh, okay, um, no, I did find them. Okay, I was confused by it at first, but um, even if you hate it, you should take a look at this, because this looks this looks weird enough that I think this is probably from turn A. I have time-stamped uh, what I think are the little missiles, okay. and they are strange. <laughs> Let's see. They look essentially like little weird-shaped darts that it slaps onto the front of the gun, and they fire off. Oh, Weird, okay. I I guess I could s- see that. Huh. Maybe maybe it's just an alternate uh it's so funny too because they're they are given names, Rendo light missiles. Um, I mean the way the way they fire makes them pretty close to like World War II rifle grenades, which is very interesting. Yeah. It's not the kind of thing we see. Very weird. Um I think it rules. If this is it like, is cool, as I say, like I feel like you can in 
uh, Gundam Evolution, you can usually tell if you're used to Gundam what they've invented and what they haven't, right? You see yeah. the, like, elaborate, intri intricate animation, you're like, okay, and then you see it throw down a jump pad, and you're like, alright, that's for the game. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm, I'm always mad about that. I'm sorry. They all have thrusters on the back! You could just give them jumps! I mean, yep, I know you, you can't because the game isn't balanced around that, but... Anyway. I, I when the uh trailer like for the for the launch hit and they announced the unicorn um so unicorn is like a hybrid assault support because nothing is seems to be pure support in this game mm -hmm. um and I got a message from friend and co-host Kyrie who was like oh so this is pretty accurate to the unicorn right it's like a support machine and I'm like I think there was one time it did something without destroying everyone in sight <laughs> does that make it a support <laughs> God. Oh wait. Oh, I have to. I have to fucking bleep that. I'm. An yeah, idiot. you have to bleep that now because yeah, this is a not spoiler episode. I was like, I was like, don't go too far. All right. Anyway, just to finish up talking about this. Uh, so the cockpit block. Uh, there is a cockpit block that is like a distinct block. I'm assuming that's in the torso. We don't actually. The worst part is they show you how the cockpit seat is hanging with like the um with like the screen and everything but it doesn't actually show you where that is in the body yeah i think it's, it's under I, I'm, I'm presuming it's under you know all that armor um yeah we'll say this be. thing has a cool monitor it, it it's weird because it doesn't actually have like a normal panoramic monitor it has like these weird hexagonal screens mm -hmm. um and then this like ring on the top it's a really cool looking monitor though and the seat is just kind of hanging and, like, staring at that. Like, uh, it's got, like, a fancy, weird seat here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very strange. Um, other things that are mentioned with this, it mentions it has a mobile trace system, which I... That is confusing, because isn't the mobile trace system the G-Gundam thing? Yes, it is. That makes the body move that way? But no one moves to make the Mahiro move. Like, we see the inside of the cockpit. Um, it does have artificial muscle fibers in its drive system, uh, which means, I, I guess, it has artificial muscle for moving its, like, limbs. Which is, that's weird. It feels like the mobile trace reference is, is basically just because they're, you know, it's the, you know dark century stuff and all Gundam technology. And they didn't, they sort of like, were like, Oh, we could put that in here, but they didn't really think through. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, hmm. looking at the cockpits design. Do you here, think maybe, maybe if you're doing melee combat, you just take your hands off the controls? Well, yeah, take a look at it here. It does. It actually does wrap around like your feet oh, and in your hands. Yeah, and it has like the ability to like move down, so it could it could push you into a standing position. Yeah, I I'm guessing that um because I just don't remember it being used this way. Uh, mainly because I the main person I think of with this is Sweats and Stero, and when we see him in the cockpit, he doesn't have the like fancy suit or like he doesn't control it the same way. Mm hmm. Um, which is interesting. But, yeah, you can see here in this art, though, it has, like, you know, like, little grips and stuff for you to be able to control it, like, kind of like the mobile trace system. Obviously not with the same degree of range, though, because if you look at those arms, you're not going to, like, spread your arms apart. Mm-hmm. 
interesting. I'm, I, I do like how, that they tried putting some, though, like, elements of it into this. They're just like, we're not doing the whole Gundam fight thing, though. Um, but yeah, uh, the Mahiro, it's a cool suit. It is introduced relatively late into the show. It's, oh, they actually have the episode here, uh, episode 37. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it's just a unit. We, we see a bunch of them. Uh, they seem really cool at first. And then, uh, you start having, uh, them fight against people who matter. And then that's when things start going wrong for them. Like you have the cool sure. fight where, Fucking Harry takes out uh, a bunch of them in a single fight. Um, you you know uh, the the I the turn A destroys some. I believe actually a bunch of them get destroyed by the turn X because if I remember right, they're like the when the turn X gets completed, one of the things he does is he goes to fire a beam towards the turn A. The turn A dodges and he just keeps firing anyway, and it hits a bunch of Mahiros believe it's a group of my heroes there and in you know it's because gim gingham is a weirdo mm-hmm. he is he, he's just like this it's fine uh but yeah um unfortunately no related machines you know this is a cool robot uh but there's no related machines or anything it's just its own weird little slice of turn a here so Oh, oh, actually, sorry, I did just see, it does say that the cockpit is in the pelvis, by the way, so it's actually at the bottom of the, uh, torso. Oh, okay. Area. Sure. So the, 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 uh, turn A classic. Yeah. The balls drop. Um, so, since we don't have anywhere else to go with this, I wanted to ask you a question, which is, if you were to, like, this is a machine that got a brief cameo in, in Build Fighters, Mm-hmm. Um, not enough that I feel like spoiler warning. It's just like, oh, there is a shot where you see one. Right? Yeah, it's a cameo. If yeah. you were to make a build fighters custom of this, what kind of changes would you make? Ooh, ooh. So, uh... I feel like the easy one is like changing that shield to like a big like shield booster situation. So for me, hmm, I think what I would do. I'm, like, looking at this real quick. I would probably uh, change it so actually it has two toroidal shields. Sure. One on each arm. Uh, the other thing would be to... Oh, I'm trying to think. I'm looking at this. Let's see. I'm just trying to, like, map it out in my head. Mm-hmm. I think I think going for the double toroidal shield would be cool, and I also think then uh, also maybe for the arms instead of having uh, the arm blades uh, go in on like maybe even just make like some small toroidal shield looking rifles that it could hold, so it just just has four of those that it can launch, uh, and it would just be like a sniper support unit like that. Okay, <laughs> I think that okay. would be fun. Um, rather than, because it kind of has, like, a mixed weapon set, you know, it's got one long-range cannon, it's got the arm blades, it's got the machine gun, uh, it's, it's a general use one. Me, though, on the other hand, I like specialization, generally. Mm-hmm. Either that, or have a weird thing where I, okay, here's another one. How's this? Uh, remove the arms altogether. 
uh, well, remove the lower arms. Keep a shoulder, the shoulders, and they have toroidal shields. And then those toroidal shields have toroidal shields bolted to them. And then reveal, oh, actually, it's a funnel system, though. They pop off in our funnels. So you have four giant surfboard-looking funnels. Sure, I could see that. That could be fun. Um, and I just like the idea of a machine with no arms like that because of, like, Xeno Gears and stuff doing that a lot. <laughs> or not a lot, you, with one specific unit. <laughs> I feel like it could also be fun to give it, like, um, you probably would have to get rid of the blades for this, but it's not a problem. Just give it, like, Xeong Incom arms. Oh no! Keep the blades on there. Make it so they're like weird blade bits. I could work. I was just thinking Punch like bits. you could do the thing that I always, you know, the natural upgrade to the Zeong that never happened, where the fingers can also just turn into blades. <laughs> it's not where my mind goes, but fair enough. <laughs> well, see, I built the RG Zeong, and the way you make it shoot is you put <laughs> like beam saber effects in it. So. Well, yeah. Uh, that's fair. Huh. Bean claws. All right. Well, that was a fun what if. But yeah. I'm assuming we have stretched the content. Yeah, I think that's it for the uh, for the old Maharu. Um, until, of course, we start getting variants from Gundam Evolution skins, naturally. No. you. I, I've seen some of the skins and they make me so mad because some of them just do not understand color blocking at all. Oh, unlike the rest of Gundam, yep. I think that Gundam generally uh, does have a good idea of how to color block the mobile suits. Gundam games don't. Uh, I mean... Have you tried painting anything in GBO2? <laughs> I have made a lot of cool things in GBO2. Uh, there are some that have color blocking problems, yes. Mainly because they don't seem... They, they sometimes tie things together weirdly. Yeah, I just like, saw let's... all of these and I got mad. These were posted in another chat of mine. And I haven't seen these before. I hate these. Uh, uh, well, okay. I hate most of them. One I actually like. Uh, I'll tell. Uh, the uh, so these are basically weird tattoo-looking skins. Uh, my least favorite, I think, is the Gym Sniper Two because it's a fucking eagle with lightning coming out of it. Um, my favorite of these is actually the Turn A one because it does have a bunch of butterflies. Mm-hmm. Which I think is kind of cool. Um, but some of these are so gaudy. It's funny because these are the ones that come out now that the game is actually releasing. In the beta, where the, I guess they assumed only enthusiasts would be playing, most of them were like subtle references to, like, they either just were like very boring, like generic color changes, or they're like, oh, it's the G3 Gundam. Oh, it's like this, like, color scheme based on a like an exia that won a building contest right stuff like yeah. that um but now we have this one's an ashamaru that is wearing a skull hood or has like a bones but then it, the legs are its fire. legs are on fire yep yeah they don't know what to do with <laughs> it's it. it's a ghost rider ashamaru <laughs> yeah they or or the fucking look at the lava creature methus there like what's going on there i don't know I, what a weird thing. Anyway, I, I, I'm probably going to try it still, but we'll see. Um, uh, Six, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at Six Detmar, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. You can also find my work 
at scanlinemedia.com or patreon.com slash scanlinemedia. Dylan, what about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at lowpolyrobot. Uh, I post games and robots. Follow me. That's it. <laughs> um, don't have anything else going on right now. Work kicking my ass for the last couple of weeks, so I'm just like uh, dying. <laughs> but it's okay. Fair enough. Uh, all right. Well, with that. Well, Gundams, transform and roll out. What? Oh, because Peace. Okay. <laughs> Shizuka ni